Hi, and welcome to Yes Please, your go-to podcast for all things sexuality, pleasure, and orgasms. I've named this podcast Yes Please because that's how I want you to feel about all things sex, pleasure, and orgasms. Yes, please, and more. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here and that you want to learn more about how to experience more shameless pleasure, deeper satisfaction, and ecstatic orgasms in your life and sexuality. And I hope to inspire you to feel that you can embrace and celebrate your sexuality all throughout your life journey. This podcast isn't just about sex and sex education, however. It's about so much more. Personal growth, living a radiant and confident and authentic life, radical joy and expression, and general fucking goodness. I'm your host, Erica Alsborn, and I'm a sexuality teacher and expert, sex and birth coach, but you can think of me more as your BFF who you love to talk to about sex and all the intimate things you don't feel comfortable talking about with anyone else. I celebrate the vast and diverse human erotic and sexual experience and I embody a deep shamelessness when it comes to sex in all its different expressions. However, having said that, I am a straight, able-bodied, cisgendered woman and in my work I specialize in female sexuality and I work with women with pussies and while I have a broad and liberal approach to sex and a very extensive training, my knowledge is limited by my own lived experience as well as the focus in my professional work. But I hope you'll learn lots here with me. Expand your idea of what sex is and can be and mean for you and even though I'm an expert on this topic I'm not an authority. Everything I share is always a suggestion not a must so take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I'm always open to receiving your constructive feedback so don't hesitate to reach out if you have any. Okay hi and welcome again I'm delighted that you're here and now let's dive into today's topic. Okay my love let's dive into this topic orgasmic birthing or ecstatic birthing. I am still like, I can't choose because I love to call it orgasmic birth. But I also know that when I do or when we do, people get this weird association in the head that it has to include orgasm and it has to be sexual and or erotic in nature, which it absolutely does not. So sometimes I prefer using the word ecstatic birth because It lends itself to be more inclusive of non-sexual experiences, like running a marathon can be ecstatic, like painting can feel ecstatic, art can feel ecstatic, dancing can feel ecstatic. So we know that there are these incredible non-sexual, non-genital related experiences that can feel ecstatic. And so why shouldn't birth then be able to feel ecstatic? Plus, it includes your genitals, right? But I also love to call it orgasmic birth because it can feel orgasmic too. And many women do have orgasms during birth. So this episode is about orgasmic slash ecstatic birth, how to have it, what it is, how to think about it, and how to move towards birth without fear and dread. Because unfortunately, most women do feel dread towards giving birth. All we think about when we think about birth is pain, bleeding, risks, medical interventions, what anesthesia, what pain management you're going to have, how you're going to avoid pain at all costs, because surely birth is the most horrible thing a woman can endure on this planet. As a woman, it's her curse, and it's this unnecessary evil standing between you and your baby, like the skydiving experience you never wanted to have, but you're sitting on the plane and you can't fucking get off 
and you know it's not going to land and you just have to like close your eyes, brace yourself and just hope you're not going to die. No, that is not what birth was intended to be by nature, by evolution. That is not how you're designed or created to give birth. That is not the truth. It's a lie. It's a motherfucking lie. But it's become a reality and a truth for so many because we completely misunderstand birth, because we have over-medicalized birth. We've lost touch with the power and the innate capacity of women giving birth physiologically without intervention, honoring a woman's needs, true needs during birth. And we have completely institutionalized birth. So we set women up mostly to fail during birth. And then we say, oh, but, you know, you should be glad that the baby is alive. And the woman's left oftentimes feeling completely isolated, oftentimes traumatized in her experience and feeling like a failure. And so a lot of the times the medical establishment and the medical system around birth creates the situation and the circumstances that need interventions but the interventions were completely unnecessary if the circumstances hadn't created them. So there are studies that show about all the risks of giving birth in the medical system, for example, and actual natural birthing, and with natural I mean honoring physiological birth, we don't need as much help as we think we do from medical interventions. And a lot of the stuff that we do in the birth institutionalized system could be avoided all together if we had a different culture around birth. So I'm passionate about this. <laughs> I had a very positive home birth. I also want to say that I'm a nurse. I'm not stupid. I have a medical understanding. I have training. I've attended births at the hospital. I did extensive research when preparing for my first birth and choosing to have a home birth. I am not naive, uneducated, or in any way ignorant when it comes to the risks around birth or the need for life-saving, advanced medical intervention and care. But giving birth is not a condition until it is one. And that's where a lot of women and the healthcare system get it wrong. And we, because we interrupt the physiological birthing process, we need the medical interventions to complete the birth and have a successful birth where the baby comes out. So what is orgasmic birthing then or ecstatic birthing? I'm going to say them both together. In my definition, it's that you use pleasure and even orgasm as a tool during birth because women are hungry to have positive birth experiences instead of this dreadful feeling of birth that it's horrible to go through. And so using the tools within orgasmic and ecstatic birthing, you can reduce or completely eradicate stress, distractions, fear, and blockages that prevent a woman from experiencing a calm and ecstatic birth experience. In an orgasmic birth experience, in an ecstatic birth experience, you can feel your entire body and every cell in your body vibrating of life force energy, vitality, and power and you surrender yourself to your body. It's not like giving birth on TV, like you've seen on ER, or recent modern shows like Firefly Lane. I saw them giving birth. Sex Life, when Gigi was giving birth. It's not like that. It's a different experience. Now, 
that could be an orgasmic birth that they are experiencing, right? But this like stress and pressure, it's not, doesn't have to be that way. So a positive birth experience and an ecstatic birth experience, the woman feels like she's at the center of the experience. She feels empowered, autonomous, respected, and she can choose whatever the fuck she wants. You want all the pain management and meds? Fucking have them. You want to be in a hospital setting? Be there. You want to have advanced medical interventions and CTG and the little probing scanner on the head of fetus? Have it, by all means, as long as it's an informed, consented decision that you have made. I do not put birth in any kind of hierarchical order where home birthing is better than uh, hospital birthing and where unmedicated birth is better than medicated birth. I literally could not give two shits about how you birth as long as it's informed and it's consensual, right? Some women would absolutely feel so <laughs> horrible at the thought of giving birth at home. And it was my greatest desire, right? There's no right or wrong here. You can use the method or orgasmic and ecstatic birthing regardless of where you give birth. So please take that with you. When I was preparing for my birth, I did come up against this fear-mongering and the very like pervasive narrative in our culture around birth. And it made my blood boil and all the hairs on my body stand up. And I realized I cannot give birth in the hospital. I need to do it differently. I know that the way I want to give birth is not going to be supported in the hospital setting. And I respect that. I respect that they have a system and they have a method. And it's going to be difficult for us to agree, me and the midwives and the protocols that they have in the hospital. So I started researching alternatives and I found a home birthing um, midwives and I paid for that service. So orgasmic birth is not about having an orgasm when you give birth. Ecstatic birth is not about being in ecstasy all the time and experiencing zero or very little pain or intensity or feeling like it's easy. Not at all. It's embracing all that it is embracing all that nature gives you when you give birth and staying so subjective in the experience and feeling like every step of the way you are respecting and honoring your body but also being respected and honored by the people around you and so you can have a very challenging birth and feel like it was fucking amazing and ecstatic right you can have a birth that was pretty easy and uncomplicated and feel like it was ecstatic and orgasmic and very positive so it's not about the what, like what type of birth you get. It's how you do it. It's how you experience it. So how do we have a positive experience? You do the prep work. You become embodied. As modern human beings in the Western world, we are fairly disembodied and disassociated with our bodies, all of us. That's what's promoted on a cultural level. So the first step in your preparation to have an orgasmic and or ecstatic birth is to become embodied. How do you become embodied? You start realizing that you have a body that gives you information, communication, signals and symbols and impulses inside pretty much all the time. You start becoming aware of your body as a living organism that communicates to you through your senses, your sensations inside. 
and your emotions, right? So if you feel fear, you embrace the fear, you look at it, you work on it, you dissect it, you turn it around, you work through it, right? And you also embrace feeling powerful, open. You embrace love, deep well-being, physical intensity, and pleasure. So giving birth in an orgasmic, ecstatic way is a physical, psychological, spiritual, positive, and emotional experience. It's not a 10-hour-long orgasm. It's not an orgasm at all. It's an ecstatic experience of being bigger than yourself, stronger than yourself, doing something that you might not before have had thought that you were capable of doing, but you surrender yourself to the experience and you let go and you just run with it, right? And I do want to say, though, that even though it's not about having an orgasm, it is about embracing giving birth as a sexual experience because you are giving birth with and through your sexual organs. It's not a birth canal, it's a vaginal canal, right? And what gets the baby in gets the baby out. Intimacy, oxytocin, safety, privacy, feeling respected and honored, having the safety so that you can open at the pace that feels good to you, right? Feeling like you can say yes and like you can say no. You cannot deny the fact that you give birth with your sexual organs. So there is an innate connection between sexuality and giving birth. Then you can choose how much overt sexuality you want to include in the birth experience. But pleasure is a key ingredient. And so using your sexuality as a, a portal for preparing for birth is a very efficient and beneficial one, a very powerful one. Embrace your genitals. Look at them. Say vulva, vagina without shame. Touch yourself internally. Do perineal massage. Have sex. Make peace with your sexual organs. Stay connected with pleasure and sensuality and the femininity inside of you as your body shifts and changes and grows as you go through the expansion that your body's doing to create a baby. Embrace that. Embrace pleasure and then apply pleasure during birth. Kissing, cuddling, stroking your nipples, even stroking your vulva. So a lot of women who have not given birth think that it's like 12 hours of consistent pain and punishment for being a woman and for choosing to have a birth. And it's in the Bible as well, right? Some, I don't know exactly what phrase it is, but there is some kind of phrase from God that could be interpreted as punishment for giving birth. And everything in the Bible is an interpretation, right? But it's not punishment. Nature is not punishing you with birth. There's nothing wrong with the length of your vaginal canal, with the width of your hips. Nothing in how evolution created you or God created you is in any way faulty and setting you up to give birth against like how it's supposed to be done. You're not faulty. So you want to work with your biology here. And what is the biological reality of giving birth? It's your sexual organs. So pleasure helps. You want to be engorged. You want to be open. You want to have your sexual organs filled with blood and relaxation. You want to be in a state of surrender and openness. And again, it doesn't have to be erotic, but I do encourage you to invite a sexual kind of tone, feeling tone in it. And when I was giving birth, I shit you not, the sounds I was making when giving birth, it sounded like I was having the best fucking orgasm of my life. 
the deep guttural sounds, the moaning, the groaning, the intensity, right? You're massaging your sexual organs from the inside out when you give birth with the biggest dildo you'll ever have in your pussy, probably your baby's head and body. It can feel orgasmic in a pleasurable way. It can also feel intense as fuck, like pain. And usually, when you're embodied and you're with the experience, it's a dance of circulating through those two experiences. So no, it's not a 10-hour or 12-hour or a 36-hour long consistent pain because as soon as the wave comes through and then drops, the contraction stops, it's completely quiet. The storm has passed. And what you're left with is a lot of spaciousness to rest, to relax and fill up with goodness. And all the tools that you need to have an orgasmic slash ecstatic birth are within yourself. It's all inside of you. So I recommend that you work with the mental piece. Look at, identify, what are your thoughts, your expectations, and your hidden feelings inside around birth. Really identify negative thoughts. Really identify challenging emotions. Create consciousness around them. Make whatever is unconscious inside of you, fears, thought patterns, limiting beliefs, etc. Make all of that conscious and then question it. Turn it around and look at, is this really true? If the answer is no, turn it into a positive. In fact, even if it's a fear that is valid and could be real, work on embodying the opposite feeling tone. If you think that birth is going to be a negative experience and that it's something to be fearful of, your body will subconsciously enter a defensive survival mode and this will prevent you from relaxing during birth. You need to be in that open, surrendered, parasympathetic, oxytocin flowing state of mind and body. So realize the stuff, the shit that you carry within yourself and also realize and say no to other people's stuff and shit that they want to dump on you for whatever well-meaning reason. I don't understand why that would make any sense to tell a, you know, super pregnant woman of how she almost died in her own birth. It's like, shut the fuck up. Don't tell me that. (laughs) It's like telling someone on their wedding day, yeah, I had the most horrible divorce. I hate my husband's gut and it was the worst decision of my life to get married. No one says that at a wedding, but people will righteously say that, you know, about their negative birth to a pregnant woman who is so susceptible and so sensitive to negativity and to um, fear. Highly inappropriate. You say no. Have practice, healthy boundaries if people want to start spewing negativity onto you about their own negative birth experiences and how they almost died and blah, 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 blah. You don't need to hear that shit. Only positive stories. Like I mentioned before, number two is really embrace and cultivate sensuality and sexuality all throughout pregnancy, and it's never too late. And also, just general sense of fucking goodness. Enjoy life, eat good food, listen to music, focus on things that gives you pleasure, focus on things that give you pleasure, and recognize how that feels inside in your sensational reality, and really emphasize that have sex, self-pleasure, really use sexual self-connection and partnered sexual connection to connect with your vagina. This will help you 
not feel like you're desexualizing yourself, which will make it easier for you after birth to maintain sexuality, but it will also help you prepare for birth. Perineal massage, vaginal massage, gentle dearmoring of the vaginal canal can all help with releasing tension inside the vaginal canal that can show up during birth and prevent you from letting go and creating uh, unnecessary painful sensation or tension during birth. Also, anal sex, amazing for birth preparation because of the level of relaxation that it requires and surrender. And it also helps open and stretch and relax the perineum and the anal sphincter and that muscle part of the pelvic floor. So birth is all about opening, opening, opening and letting go and letting go and letting your body take over. And that's exactly what happens when you have sex. So it's a very good practice for birth preparation. During birth, I really recommend you to think of your birthing space as a private sphere. It needs to be a private space, like a ritualistic space, where you have safety, respect, and feel honored. You have the same needs during sex as during birth. You wouldn't want to just have sex somewhere where there were strangers around and they would come in at any point and they would knock on the door and it's like fluorescent lights and all of that stuff. So really think about creating an environment in which you would like to have sex. That's where you want to give birth because you're so vulnerable during birth and you can't really advocate for yourself during birth. So choose someone to advocate for you. So for example, for me, even though I knew my midwives, they were coming into my home, we had decided on everything, they knew everything, they had consented to all my desires and everything was super clear. I still gave my husband the role of being my voice and my advocate during birth so that I didn't have to speak with my midwives. So I only spoke with my husband whom I trust 100% and then he communicated with my midwives. So they asked him, he was the gatekeeper. They asked him, can we come in and check her, the baby's heartbeat? He, he asked me, Erica, can they come in now? I said, yes. That's a very good role to give to your partner. And if it's a man, you know, he's not giving birth. So he will need a job. And that's a very good job for him to have, to be your advocate, to be your voice. And again, to think about the birthing space as the space where you would have sex and think about what would I need in that space. Some physical tools, breathing, sounding, movement, intention, energy, and focus. So all of the holistic sex tools apply in birth as well. You breathe to move the intensity and the energy inside to drop in. I say giving birth is the most intense breath work you'll ever do in your life. Use your breath. It's the most powerful tool during birth. Sounding too. Sound what you feel. Allow yourself to sound like an animal. Allow yourself to sound every sensation. It will be the best pain medication or like pain relief ever. Work with movement. Don't just lie there. Move around. Walk. Squat. Dance. Sway. You're meant to move during birth. You're not meant to lie on your back. Now maybe you feel like I need to lie on my back and that's where you push the baby out at a certain point. Again, that's totally fine if that's your informed decision to do so. But most women like to move around a lot during birth, but it's slow, gentle 
embodied movement. I was doing a lot of laboring standing. Had I not known that you can stand up and give birth, I probably would have not trusted my body when it was telling me the impulse to do that. So I'm giving you all the permission to be in any position that you want to during birth and to really move around. It really, really, really helps. Those three things combined, breathing, moving, and sounding, can get you through basically anything. If you can breathe, you can do it. And work with focus. So be attentive to what happens in your body and trust that it's doing the right thing. Maybe it helps you to read about birth first so you know about the different stages of labor, the different phases, what happens, all of that. So you have a mental understanding. Maybe that helps you. Maybe it doesn't. But trust that your body's doing what it's supposed to do and really focus on the sensations. You want to get out of your mind and get into the sensations, just like sex. If you're just thinking about what's happening and, oh, he's touching me there and it's not right and it's not good and I don't like that and all oh, this light and all oh, blah, blah, or oh, this and that, no, 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 no. If you're in your head, you're never going to get anywhere sexually. If you're in your head during birth, you're going to stall your process and stall birth and you're going to go into mental contraction around the experience. So you want to really practice being sensationally aware. And so that is a type of meditation that you will need to practice during pregnancy so that you have it as an embodied skill during birth. Because again, like I said, most people are so disembodied that they don't even fucking feel their sensations inside. And that's not because it's your fault or there's something wrong with you. That's just how our society and culture works. So practice lying in stillness and just sensing your sensations and speak them out loud. And that's an incredible practice, incredibly powerful practice to do to prepare for birth. And then once birth begins and you start having contraction and waves, you're like, oh, the sensations feels like this, the sensations that you just focus on the sensation and it will take you deeper into the experience and not go into mental contraction around this is pain, this hurts. If you're relating to your experience on the sensational level, you can deal with it. You can handle it because sensations come and go. And all of a sudden the contraction is gone and poof, it's quiet. And you can fill up with positive, pleasurable, peaceful sensations. Bring in loving touch is the next one. Have loving touch. Maybe it's your partner. Maybe it's your friend. Maybe it's a doula that gives you love. Love is a super super fuel, super force, super energy. Sensual touch is so beneficial. It gets that oxytocin flowing. Again, it's a vulnerable, intimate experience. So have someone there with you that can give you that experience and help you drop into that state of being. And lastly, touch yourself in a pleasurable way. Touch and stroke your body, your breasts, your vulva. This is the best pain relief. It can both hurt and feel good when you give birth. You can even use a sex toy. So you can have cuddles and kissing and hugs and sexual pleasure during birth. You don't have to, but you can. But it's also about pleasure as a state of being. Because if you actually, when you are connected with your sensations, that can feel pleasurable. Even pain can feel pleasurable on a sensational level. So it's really about shifting your mental state into, I must just get through this uncomfortable feeling and get the baby out. I don't really want to be part of it. 
I just want to remove all discomfort and I just want it to be over. Instead, it's like, how can I meditate? How can I surrender? How can I be so intimate with the experience and tap into the deepest, rawest, truest power that is inside of me and perhaps even experience orgasmic sensations and ecstatic states of altered like states of being during this monumental experience that it is giving birth. And so this is available to you. And again, like I said at the beginning, even a very challenging birth where things don't go in any way as they planned, you can still walk away from the experience feeling so empowered and like it was an ecstatic experience. I've had birth clients report that back to me. There was one woman who planned to have a home birth. She transferred to the hospital and had an epidural, and she said it was the most positive, empowering, and ecstatic experience of her life. Another woman who had a very long and slightly complicated birth with a shoulder getting stuck, and she was not expecting it to be that way, and she practiced the tools that she had learned during our birth coaching tools I just share with you. And she said, even through those challenging moments, I felt ecstatically powerful. And afterwards, I feel it was a very powerful and positive experience. It's not about where or what you do during birth. It's about how, what state of mind, what embodied state you can enter into and stay in and the support you get during that. So I hope I've inspired you and some way when it comes to birth by sharing all of this. I feel like I've been like on the soapbox preaching for the last 30 minutes, but I feel so fucking passionate about this. And I know just how life-changing it can be. You can have negative births and then have positive ones. There's no chronological order. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And so, yeah. All right. I'm going to shut up now. I think I've said enough. Thank you for listening. Do share this with someone who is pregnant or who you know is thinking of getting pregnant or anyone that you feel needs to hear this and um, may it serve you and or them. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new today or that I reminded you of something you already knew or do and that you feel inspired and encouraged to prioritize sex, pleasure, and orgasms in your busy life. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and give it a rating or review so this important message can reach more people on this planet. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.